You know, before we get into today's episode, I have to give a huge organic shout out to Upstarter Pods. They are the ones who produce and manage our podcast, and I'm just so grateful. This wouldn't be possible without them. I cannot do production editing. I shouldn't say I can't, but I'm just not going to do it. They're so good at it. I would suck at it. So for anyone out there, actually, if you're looking to grow your business or increase your credibility in your niche or even attract a larger and more loyal community to your brand, maybe you should think about starting a podcast. And if so, I'd encourage you connect with Upstarter Pods because they work with busy entrepreneurs, business owners, side hustlers just like you and kind of customize a plan to fit your availability, budget, goals to help you kind of build that brand, build that that influence. So they're also running a massive discount until the end of 2022 for new launches. So you can sign up. I think they have a free discovery call to see if it's a right fit for you and your business. Just go to upstarterpods.com or click the link below in the show notes and just see if starting a podcast is a fit for you. Anyways, let's get to today's show. In short, poor people buy things, middle class buys liabilities, and wealthy buy assets and ultimately buy income. What's going on, Getting Magnetic Fam? It's Finance Friday. Our goal with this series is to build your financial literacy as we head into a recession. So you can not only be prepared, but you can thrive through this recession and beyond. And the best thing, we're going to put sophisticated topics into layman's terms so everyone can understand it. You're going to learn everything about money they don't teach you in school so you can build your money mindset and skills and build that life for your dreams. Now let's get to the episode. Big Finance Friday topic today. Do you have a poor mindset, a middle-class mindset, or a wealthy mindset? Because there's a big difference. Yes, in bank accounts, but foundationally, really the chicken and the egg, but the reason the bank accounts are different is because of the mindset. Everything begins and ends in the mind, truly. And wealthy people just have figured out the science of getting rich, the formula, et cetera. Now, what I want to focus on is something that my friend Justin Prince reminded me of, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such a good topic. And it's of the difference between poor, middle class, and wealthy, and where they allocate and spend their money. Because everyone makes money, right? Even you know, Poor people make money, they make less, yes, but middle class make money and wealthy make money. Now, how they think about spending and where they spend it is really a big part of what separates them. Because in short, poor people buy things, middle class buys liabilities, and wealthy buy assets and ultimately buy income. Now, we're going to break this down. What does that mean? But let's start at the bottom. The poor mindset, poor people buy things. They buy stuff. You just have a bunch of stuff. You, you have things, you buy the Gucci belt or whatever. Poor people might not even be able to afford a Gucci belt, but that's poor mindset. <laughs> and we'll get there. We'll get there in how you can buy a Gucci belt with wealthy mindset. But poor people buy things, they buy stuff, they get, their, they get paid, they typically trade time for money, and then they just buy things. And they're hopefully they spend less than they make or the same of what they make, and they don't save or invest any of it. That's poor mindset. They're buying things, they're busy buying things. They have things, material stuff. Middle class buys things too, but they buy liabilities. The middle class focuses on keeping up with the Joneses. They make a little more, they're a little bit smarter, 
with their money, but they're buying the new car, the new house, the new lease car every two years, the whatever to flex really, right? To keep up with the Joneses. They're like, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta keep up with with everyone. I gotta get the new car. It's gotta, I gotta make it look like I'm doing well and I'm happy and life's good and everything. So let me just, you know, get the new Benz, BMW, uh, upsize my house, keep moving on up, all the things. But a car and even a house are liabilities. Yes, house can be an asset, but what most of the middle class a flaw in their thinking is they think their home that they live in, their primary residence is like their their one investment, right? Their asset. It can end up producing you money, but it's not an asset. It's definitely not a cash flowing asset. We'll get to that. But like just always upsizing the car, like, oh, you get a raise and then you pay, you get a more more expensive things like cars and liabilities. That doesn't, that's not how wealthy people roll, right? So the middle class is focused on keeping up with the Joneses. What the wealthy do and this is covered in any book you want to read, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Richest Man in Babylon, The Science of Getting Rich. Go follow Grant Cardone or go follow billionaires. Side note, I heard Grant Cardone say this today. I was like, wow, genius. He goes, don't follow millionaires. Don't follow their advice or what they say. I was like, huh. He goes, follow billionaires. And I was like, oh, because millionaires, you know, they, 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 that's, that's a whole nother episode. But I was like, whoa, go straight to the top. If getting rich or building wealth is your thing, like go to the top. Follow Warren Buffett, the best investor ever, not like your buddy who's like trying to get rich quick off crypto or something. Like, and even if they've made a million dollars doing it, that is showing some proof. But follow Warren Buffett. He's been investing in rich for a long, long, long time. Your buddy got like l- probably somewhat lucky in crypto. Anyways, what the wealthy do is wealthy people use their income to buy assets. And they typically don't trade time for money to earn their income. They own businesses, they own assets. Anyways, they buy assets, especially cash flowing assets. So something like real estate, investment real estate, like say a rental property or an Airbnb or something where they buy a property and what they do is they leverage their money. They get, they probably put 20% down and they, leverage their money five times, aka they get a loan out from the bank covering 80% of of the purchase and 20% they put down. So anyways, they use leverage, but they buy assets because they know this, they're using their money to buy an asset. Someone else is going to rent it. They're going to pay down the mortgage and there's going to be cash flow. So they just bought an asset that produces them income, that produces them cash flow every month. They might buy businesses where they it's already set up and it, it's relatively passive. They might buy stocks. Maybe the wealthy don't get wealthy off stocks, but maybe that's a part of their diversified portfolio. But they instead of spending money on the Gucci belt, they might buy Gucci stock and be like, huh, okay. It might go up and down, of course, but over time, it's likely stock, the market in general is going to go up. Maybe they buy dividend stocks that pays them a dividend. Anyways, the wealthy invest their income. And you know what happens? They build it so their assets pay for their lifestyle. If they want to go get a Rolex or a new house or a boat or something, they use their passive income to purchase that. So for example, if a, if you accumulate a, a million dollar asset that pays you 10% cash on cash, let's use that as an example. 
10% of a million dollars is $100,000. Every year, your money, your million dollars put in an asset, let's say it's real estate or something or anything, where you're earning 10%, is make your money is working. You aren't working for it. Your money is doing the work and saying, here, here, you are a good shepherd of me. Here's 10%, uh, here's $100,000 every year, year after year. And you know what happens if you don't take that out, if you leave it in and you let it compound, compounding interest, it just explodes. That's how you build generational wealth. But let's say you're like, hey, I could live off 100,000. I just accumulate a million dollar asset and now I get 100,000 every year that I'm gonna live off. You could do that too. That's what wealthy do. And they're like, hey, I want to buy the Rolex. Okay, it's 30 grand or whatever. Let me take 30 grand from production of these assets of passive income to buy that. Oh, I want a new lease, a $1,200, $1,500 a month G-Wagon. Okay, let me go accumulate enough assets to pay me $1,500 a month. And when I hit $1,500 a month, I'll get the G-Wagon because these assets will be paying for my G-Wagon. I don't have to go trade time or use my money from my income or my salary to go pay for the G-Wagon to keep up with the Joneses or Flex or whatever. So that is the mindset of the wealthy, which is absolutely incredible because when you start to realize that, like, whoa, whoa. Grant Cardone was on, on Instagram the other day. He's like, I just bought two Rolexes or some other watch. And he goes, but guess what? I have an apartment complex and every month it pays me whatever, this amount of money. So I saved up from three months or whatever, however many months to pay for these watches. And now I got them and I'm flaunting them. But guess what? I didn't pay for it. My assets paid for it. So coming back to it in short, poor mindset goes out and buys things. You got material things, you got stuff. Middle class buys stuff too, but they want to keep up with the Joneses. They buy liabilities. They always got to upgrade their home. They always got to upgrade their car. Those things, things that don't make them money, but make them look like they have money. Wealthy invest in assets. They basically buy income. You're basically using your income to buy more income, residual or passive income. So your money's working for you and you aren't trading time for money. That is the crux of it. So evaluate where are you on this spectrum? It doesn't mean you have to stay there, work to grow towards a wealthy mindset. I'm not perfect. I don't have that only. I'm working towards it, though I understand the concept. Now it's up to me to go not only understand it, but go apply it and go make that my reality. But evaluate, where are you? And maybe next time you're like, oh, I'm always going out to dinners and I, have, I don't invest any money. I, but I love going out to dinners, but I'm broke. And if being broke hurts you, maybe skip dinner and put that $100 in a stock or in something. Just get started. And the stock's probably going to go down in the next year. So I'm not, this isn't financial advice. Wherever you decide to put it, you got to be smart there. You got to understand it. It's a whole nother thing. It's not just as easy as, oh, I'm going to take this $1 and invest it. It can be somewhat easy, but you got to know what you're doing or hire a professional to do so. Anyways, where are you at in the spectrum? And if this value episode was valuable, will you do me a favor if you're listening to this on Getting Magnetic, will you stop what you're doing, take 30 seconds and give us a rating and review? That's what keeps us growing and going. We appreciate you. And if you're seeing this on Instagram or YouTube or something, will you give a like, a comment, a share, the engagement? I love engaging with you guys. Anyways, Finance Friday, we're out. Have a great weekend. Have a great day whenever you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this. Ta-da. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. 